guys, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast or welcome if you are new. Today I'm going to be doing a advice column. I call it Ask G. I have not done these in a little while, um, but I always love giving advice. I feel like your guys' big sister. Uh, I always like gave my friends advice. Like I was the person that they'd go to, like the mom friend, if you will, when they ever needed advice on anything in their lives. So I love giving it to you guys as well. This is my second episode that I'm recording tonight. Um, I just like finished re- recording the Halloween episode that went live last week. So I apologize if I'm like a little bit delirious right now. It's only like 7 p.m., but I'm a grandma and I go to bed by nine every night and I get up super early. So by like six or seven, I am pretty much down for the count. So we'll see how this goes. Um, but anyways, I'm glad to be talking to you guys. Um, I saw the Errors Tour movie again today for the second time. I have no shame. It was so good. I was living, I was singing out my heart. Today's the 1989 Taylor's version release day. It was, it was like only fitting. I had to wear like 1989 colors. I was wearing like a, like a light blue top, jeans. Then my like belt had like some like the other like 1989 shades in there. Um, and it was really, really fun. And I loved it. And I was kind of scared to talk about it um, in my last, or it was like a, a couple episodes ago. Um, I mentioned like my thoughts on the whole thing when I saw it for the first time. So if you want, if you want to hear my opinion on it, you can go to like two episodes ago and listen. But um, I was scared to talk about it because I wasn't sure if I was like going against like the SAG strike, which as of right now when I'm recording this, the strike is still active. Um, but apparently she got an interim agreement. Um, so SAG, she got the AOK to release this. And then she's not doing any like negotiations with with streamers until the strike is over. So we are good. We're not scabbing or whatever. But it was amazing. And I was so happy to see it again. But can we just talk about how expensive movie tickets are? I don't know if it was because it's like the Eras Tour movie. And we did see it in like the Dolby Theater um, at the AMC at the Grove. So it's like the nicer like recliner chairs. Um, so I get that. But it's like $25 a ticket. And I do not remember movies being that expensive. And then you add in like a large popcorn and a large drink. And it is like so freaking expensive. But, you know, we we got to do it. Anything for Taylor, right? Um, but that was amazing. I had so much fun. Such a great production. So we did that, that. So we did that today. We also did a little bit of shopping. I got this like really cute, like one shoulder sports bra from Lululemon. It's like this like mocha, like iridescent, like shiny color. It's the color espresso, but it has like a shimmer to it. And then I had to order the leggings in espresso because they do not have them in store. Um, but I'm excited to have a cute little like matching set. One thing about me is I love like the fall color palette. Like I love wearing shades of brown and like cream, honestly, like coffee colors. Like I want to look like a walking chai latte or pumpkin spice latte or whatever. Um, you know, that's just like the vibe. I just love neutrals. Um, so I was really excited to get that at Lululemon. Do I need another Lululemon outfit? No, but I have been, um, selling a lot of my, um, like clothes on Poshmark, which is really nice to just kind of like make some extra money. Um, if you are like ever wanting to sell clothes, I highly recommend, um, Poshmark. It's a really, really great way to just make some extra money. 
Um, so I've been trying to sell some of my clothes, like declutter my closet. Um, because let's be real. I live in an apartment in Los Angeles. We don't got a lot of closet space. It is technically a walk-in closet, but because of all the pageant stuff I have, like ball gowns and other clothes, like they take up so much space. So I feel like 90% of my closet isn't even clothes I'm going to wear. It's like literally pageant stuff, but oh well, you know, it is what it is. It comes with the territory. So yeah, I've been loving just like being able to go through all my stuff and get rid of what I don't need. Sell, you know, all my old clothes on Poshmark. It's been really, really nice. And then I also now in my closet, I now have my gown um, for my next pageant that I'm doing, National All-American Miss in Orlando. I'm borrowing a gown from my coach um, just because I was getting a custom gown made. It wasn't going to be ready in time. So um, this gown is going to be much more appropriate for nationals because at nationals, like people are bringing their A game. So it's crazy. But yeah, so that I'm going to wear that gown for nationals. And I think it'll be just a lot better, a lot, you know, more nationals appropriate because people are really bringing their A game with their dresses. And most people are wearing couture gowns. So I'm excited to wear this dress, you guys. I've never worn a dress like this or like this color. So it's going to be very like different for me, but I'm really excited. This morning, we were like taking photos, like all in the grove in my crown and sash um, for the teen international pageant that I won. And then also I have one for like UNMs. We're, we're taking sa- photos in that, but they're like putting all their Christmas stuff up right now. So it is like crazy construction. And it was like so loud with like all the cranes and the construction equipment. And they're like building like Santa's little workshop where, where like the kids can get photos with Santa. And they're also like building like the huge Christmas tree. And we're going to miss the tree lighting, unfortunately. Um, that will have already happened when this post goes live, but the tree lighting is November 13th. And that's when we're coming home from Dallas because we're surprising my brother for his 21st birthday. He doesn't know that we're coming. I'm so excited. Again, don't worry. It's not not a spoiler. We'll have already been back when this episode goes live, but I'm just so excited to see him. It's going to be awesome. This whole daylight savings thing is also like really throwing me off. Like this morning at like 7.30, it was so light outside that I literally thought it was 9 a.m. And I'm like, wait, no, it's literally only 7.30, but it feels like it's so much later in the day. And then same thing at night, like by 5, 6 p.m., I'm like down for the count. Like I'm ready for bed. I'm ready to be cozy. Um, But I don't know. It's like, that's fine. Like I'm always been a grandma. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, like I always go to bed so early so I don't really mind to the whole daylight savings. When I was younger, I loved, is this daylight savings? I guess this is the opposite of daylight savings. I don't even know what it's called. But when I was younger, I would hate daylight savings. And I loved this time of year because like I was going to bed, you know, at like 7 or 8 p.m. Like, you know, I was a kid and that was my bedtime. And when, when it'd be daylight savings, it'd be so light out at that like time. So now, um, like when I was going to bed that early and it was so light outside. I just didn't want to go to sleep. But now, um, then I'm going to bed late anyways. It doesn't really matter. But anyway, that's my little rant. Um, any other updates? Oh, yesterday at Whole Foods, I got the Sweet Lorenz gingerbread cookies. I've never had that brand before, 
but I tried them and we like made them in the air fryer and they were so good, you guys, like so tasty. Um, I like a really like soft and like doughy, I guess you could say cookie. And these definitely did the trick. They were so delicious. Okay. So I think I'm going to get into the advice. I have, um, some good questions from you guys and you guys can always send me questions, Instagram, DM, um, email, anything really works. Um, those are all linked in the show notes, but Okay. First one is, hi, Graceland. So with the holidays coming up, I'm having a really hard time thinking of a gift for my male family members, like my brother, dad, uncle, etc. It's really easy to think about gifts for my mom or my sister because I'm a girl, LOL. But when it comes to my dad or my brother, I just have no idea what, what to get them. Any advice? Okay. So I totally understand where you're coming from. I feel like it's so much easier to get gifts like for your same gender for the most part. Um, I feel like buying gifts for guys is hard because I feel like sometimes like you ask them what they want. And they're like, eh, I don't really need anything. I don't want anything. At least that's what my dad does. Versus girls, I feel like we have a list on our notes app of like stuff that we want starting in like August. So um, I would say like for your dad or your brother or really anyone, any male family member, family member, try to think of something that they're really into. Like for example, my dad's really into golf. So I could get him anything golf theme, like golf clothes, golf balls. I could get him um, like a little golf swing helper device. I don't even know what, what to call it. I could get him new golf tees, um, socks for his golf shoes, like stuff like that. Um, he's really into that. He also like Every morning brings his like hot tea to work. So maybe I get him like a new tumbler for his tea. So I would just think of things that they use every day or do every day and then things that they're really interested in. Like maybe they have a favorite sports team. You you could get them a jersey if they're a favorite player from that sports team. Um, another one I feel like it's really good for like a mom and dad combo is like a gift card to like a nice restaurant so they can go on like a date night. So that would be a gift again, like for your mom and dad. But I think that's a really good idea, like a nice steakhouse or, you know, if they just have a certain restaurant that they really love or maybe it's like a little bit more fancy, that'd be something good. Again, brother, it's like a sports jersey is really good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. If you have maybe a sibling that's like going off to college the next year, you could get in like something for their dorm. Um, I know like my brother really loves posters. He's been like getting like movie posters to hang up in his apartment. So maybe like their favorite movie or their favorite like TV show, like get them a poster from that or their favorite band. Um, but yeah, that, those are some ideas. Um, I'm going to make up probably a whole episode of like a holiday gift guide um, to give like specifics, but that's just like some stuff that was like on the tip of my head. Okay. Alrighty. Next one. Hi, Graceland. So I'm having a little bit of a hard time communicating with my family what I want to do for college. My dad is really set on me going to this one school in particular, but I just do not want to go there. It's not the, the location that I want. They don't have the programs that I want, etc. But since my family is a legacy at the school, he's having a hard time getting out of his brain that I also need to go there. With college applications already coming up or some of them being submitted, I did apply to this school along with my schools of choice. What do I do if I get into this school, but also get into the schools that I'd rather go to? How do I break it to him that I do not want to go to our alumni school and instead go to somewhere that I think is going to be a better fit for me? I know like he has my good intentions 
in his heart, but I just don't want to let him down. But also I feel like I know what's best for me. Okay. So I like have a very, I had a very like similar situation. Um, my dad like really was set on me going to this one school and I basically like with the stuff I'm doing with my acting career, I wanted to do online school for a couple years, um, for college and then maybe transfer after two years, but at least like for the first few years. So I can really like still be focusing on acting. I wanted to do college online. And I think what I had to do is just kind of explain my reasoning why. So instead of just saying like, oh, I don't want to go to the school, be like, explain like the the reasons why I wanted to go somewhere different. And then also I think like having other people bring it up to him. And then like, he was able to kind of come up with it on his own. Cause like my dad's very much like he wants to have the idea on his own. He doesn't want like to be told what to do. So what I would suggest is just bringing it up with him and having a conversation and being like, Hey, like, this is the reason, like, I understand like where you're coming from, but with my career that I want to do or whatever your reasons are, like, this is why I don't think that school is going to be the right fit. Now, I would not really suggest bringing this up until you start getting your college um, acceptances slash rejections because, you know, maybe you won't even get into the school that your dad really wants you to go to. I mean, if you're like alumni, you know, you probably have a good chance, but you never know nowadays. Like college is like so unpredictable, so hard to get into schools now. So I like, don't get ahead of yourself. I would just wait it out for now. I know it can kind of seem like hard to sit on something like this. But just like wait it out. And then when your acceptances and rejections start coming in, if you get into that school and a school that you'd rather go to, you know, just explain, have a, like a, a nice, like sit down conversation and, and just be honest. And at the end of the day, like, I mean, I, I hesitate to say this because like some people, like obviously their college is like paid for by their parents. So the parents might have a little bit more of a say, but if that's not the case for you, um, then you do like at the end of the day, you have the ultimate say of, of where you go. But I think it's nice to like have your family's blessing behind you. So I would just wait it out until your acceptances come and then have a conversation. Next one. So my boyfriend and I have been, have been dating for two years and everything's been going really great so far. However, there's something coming up in January that might change this. My boyfriend got an internship out of state and he's going to be gone for about four to six months. He says that he does not mind doing long distance and wants to stay with me, but I don't know if I can do it myself. I have a hard time even when one of us leaves for a trip for a week, so I can't imagine being able to do long distance for six months. I feel like we're just going to lose contact and not be as close, and I may want to explore other options, but I do really love him, and I can really see a future with him one day. I just don't know if I want to stick with the long distance for the six months that he's at his internship. How do I decide whether to just stick it out and try it or just say, hey, maybe we should take a break during this time and see what happens when you get back? Okay. So I feel like with long distance, like some people can do it and some people can't. Like someone very close to me, um, he and this girl, like they really liked each other. But then basically like when they were going back to school, like the girl was in California, he was somewhere else and she just didn't want to do long distance. And basically she's like, I like you a lot, but I just can't do the the distance. Like that's just not for me. And so I think that you have to be honest with yourself and be like, can I do this? Yes or no. And it sounds like you don't think you can. And that's okay. Like I said, not everyone can thrive in a long distance relationship. I think because 
it's going to be like a six month internship. You have like an end date. So it's not like, oh, we're long distance for who knows how long. It's like this looming thing over you that you have no idea when it's going to end. You do kind of have like a light at the end of the tunnel. So what I would suggest is I would try it, especially like if you you really like your boyfriend and he wants to do it. I would say try it out. But if the long distance is not working for you after maybe like a month, um, then you can have a conversation and be like, Hey, like, I really like you. I just like right now, like with you being so far away, this is really hard for me. And I think that we should just like take a break and, you know, like we can see you how things are at and maybe reconnect when you get back. I would keep in mind though, that if you do that, like if you say like, I'm not going to do the distance and again, that's fine, but you need to own that choice because especially because he wants to do it there's a very big chance that there's going to be some hard feelings and some resentment from him towards you. And it might be kind of like a breakup in his eyes. And like, don't, basically what I'm saying is don't expect to just like immediately get back together when he gets back from his internship, because you saying that you don't want to do the long distance that might hurt him. And, you know, he may not be ready to just like, okay, like we can be be boyfriend and girlfriend again, like go back to how it was for the past two years when he gets back. He might be like, no, like you ended it when I left. You know what I mean? So you just need to weigh all the options. It'd be like, is possibly losing a future with this person worth it by just like, if I just can't stick it out for these six months, you know what I mean? And again, like if you really feel like you cannot do it, that's fine. You just have to be aware of the possible consequences and the changes that that could bring and how that could affect him. Um, and also another thing is I feel like if like, you know, the whole phrase, like if you wanted to, he would, if she wanted to, she would. I feel like if you're questioning whether you want to stay with him for the, for the six months or whether you, you maybe want to like take a break and maybe see other people, that makes me feel like you may be aren't obsessed with him. I don't know. Um, but you're like, oh, I can see our future together. But then you also think that you may want to take a break. So I think you also really need to be honest with yourself and think like, how much do I really like this guy in order to really like be strong and stick it out for this time period? You know what I mean? So that'd be my advice. Just you really need to be honest with yourself and think about it and also think about the consequences. And when you do make your decision, you need to tell him you know, right away and upfront and be honest. Don't just like ghost him when he leaves. You know what I mean? Like give him some closure and give him an explanation if you're going to end it. Or obviously just tell him like, oh yeah, like I'm willing to do the distance if you are going to continue. Okay. Next one. It says, I know that you just graduated and I'm jealous. haha. But to be honest, I'm, I'm really struggling with senioritis here in high school. I have over half of a school year left and I can barely make it through with the day as it is. I just have no motivation for school and to get good grades and to pass my tests, especially when I've already been submitting my college applications or I'm about to submit them. So the grades that I'm getting right now don't really matter. How can I get past this phase of senioritis and actually enjoy the last six months of high school plus, you know, doing well in my classes and getting good grades so my parents don't kill me, haha. Any help is appreciated. So I am going to be fully honest. I don't really have any like strong experiences of like senioritis, quote unquote, because I was doing school online and I like did graduate early. 
And I don't know, I'm just a very like self-motivated person. So, you know, it's kind of hard for me to give advice on this. But what I would say is for the whole like, oh, you're just not motivated to do your homework or to get good grades on your tests. I would say a lot of that comes from like perfectionism, at least in my experience. And this this idea of like, oh my gosh, like I have to get like all A's and I have to get 100%. And then that can seem so overwhelming where we just like don't want to try at all. So I would maybe just have a little bit more like realistic expectations for yourself. Be like, you know what? I'm fine with a B or a B plus. You know what I mean? If like that A just seems really, really overwhelming. I also think that finding like ways to make school fun and like give yourself tiny little like rewards. Um, what I mean by that is maybe you go to a Starbucks to do your homework. And like after you do it an hour of homework and get two assignments done, you get you get yourself a little coffee or, you know, maybe you go over to a friend's house and you guys do flashcards with each other for a test or whatever. Um, I think that finding ways to kind of make school and studying more fun and more enjoyable is really nice. And I think just like giving yourself little re- rewards can be very motivating to kind of keep yourself going. Another thing that has been huge for me when I'm studying for a test or just have like a lot of work to get done, even if it's not schoolwork, um, just anything I have to do is setting timers. So I'll work for 50 minutes and that means like I'm not on my phone, I'm not on Instagram, I'm not whatever, I'm not texting, I'm like solely like really focused in. And then on those 10 minutes, um, I give myself a break. So I can go on TikTok and Instagram, I can text my dad or whatever. You know what I mean? Just like give yourself a little bit of a break. And that has really helped me because I'm not someone who can just like study for four hours straight and like be productive. I need to have those like brain breaks as I call it. And, you know, in the 10 minute break, I might like stretch or, you know, do a couple squats and lunges and like, you know, get my body moving a little bit um, or go to the bathroom or get something to drink or make a snack, whatever. Just something to separate myself from the work I was doing. And then like right when that 10 minute timer is up again, I go like right back to work and I like hit the ground running. And that, with that method, I'm able to get like a lot more done in actually a shorter period of time because I'm just like really, really focused and dialed in. Another thing that helps me with just like staying motivated and staying on top of my work, and again, this will like translate into getting better grades, is keeping to-do lists. So either every day or every week, I make a list of like what needs to get done. Um, I honestly probably do both. I do like a weekly list of the bigger things and then I do a smaller list every day. And then it's really satisfying to be able to check it off once you've done it. And then along with that, I also do a schedule. So like on my Apple calendar, I always put like whenever I have an appointment or something, I put it in there. If it's a Zoom, I always put the Zoom link in because if, if you know me, I'm always like, at the last minute, like trying to find the Zoom link like two minutes before my meeting's supposed to start. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> it's very stressful. So I've started putting the Zoom link in like the scheduling thing in my calendar. Um, and then, you know, I'll just put in like when I'm going to go to a workout and when I'm going to, um, you know, go to my acting class and when I have to do this, like I just put it all in a schedule. And then it's like really easy for me to visually see okay, this is what I need to do today. This this is what's happening tomorrow. And then it makes just like staying on track a lot easier. And then the whole like enjoying your last six months of school, I would just say like get involved in any school activities that you can. I think that will make school seem a lot less boring and a lot less draining. 
um, you know, get involved in leadership or clubs or just like have a good time with your friends, really like soak in this last few months because I know it sounds crazy, but like you'll never be in high school again. Like this is it. So yeah, really, really take that in. Like for me being online, I didn't have those experiences, but yeah, just like really, really soak in every moment and be grateful for every single day. Even if you're in class and you're like, oh, I hate this math class or whatever. Be like, you know what? Like this is the last year I'm ever going to be in high school. And just like, don't take it for granted because I think a lot of people will be like, oh, high school was the best time of my life. And like, you know, after high school, like real life stressors kick in. So not that you don't have stress in high school. I'm not trying to say that, but you know, other things like taxes and bills and jobs and college, whatever, all that stuff kicks in after. So this is like your last time to like, kind of like be a kid. You know what I mean? So just like, don't take advantage of it and just savor every moment. Next one. I'm loving this. I'm feeling like your guys' therapist today. This is fun for me. Okay. This one is a little bit like sadder, more sad. Is sadder a word? Sadder. I don't think so. It sounds like I'm saying Saturn, like the planet. I don't think sadder is a word. Okay. Anyways, I digress. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Graceland. So I've had a best friend for about eight years of my life. We met in elementary school and for a while, I really thought that she was my closest, bestest friend. But recently she's been very distant, doesn't really respond to texts, never texts first, doesn't doesn't answer my calls, doesn't make plans, etc. I'm struggling because I really like her and we were really close for so long, but now it just feels like she's drifting away and I don't know why. We never had a falling out or any conflict in between us, but I just feel like maybe we're going into different directions of life. I don't really know. And in school, we don't have any classes together, so I don't see her then either. And even during lunch, she kind of hangs out with a different crowd now. So I'm just struggling a little bit. I really want to be your friend, but it just, just seems like that's not reciprocated and it hurts to be honest. What should I do here? Should I keep reaching out? Should I try to have a conversation with her about this? Or should I just let her drift away? Any help is appreciated. Okay, this is hard. So I actually have an experience very similar to this. Um, I had like a best friend for many years. We met in elementary school um, and then we got close in middle school. And then I moved away. And during that one year when I was moved away, moved away, I cannot speak English. Okay. During that one time frame where I was away, like we would still text and FaceTime a lot and I'd visit home because that's only a couple hours away. So I would see her a lot. So we stayed close. And then I really think that what made us drift, like during COVID, we obviously couldn't really see each other. And then I saw her like one time um, social distance style, like during COVID. And then like for my birthday, like six months later. Um, And I remember like the last time I hung out, like we were just like, I don't know. It just wasn't the same. And, you know, she had gone through some hard things. I had gone through some things and it just seemed like we had lost that spark that we once had in like your situation. There was no falling out. There was no big conflict, no like disagreement. I just think we started to go different ways. And then she was into a sport that took up a lot of her time. And she started hanging out with a different crowd. Like she was hanging out with, with, the, with the people on her sports team. So again, like we didn't really have a falling out, but now we haven't talked in a while and we're just not really friends anymore. And, you know, it kind of sucks. And one thing I do kind of regret sort of is like, I never really had closure. Like I never was able to pinpoint, oh, this is why we're not friends anymore. It just kind of happened. Like we just kind of slowly like 
drifted apart. And that's really hard for me because I'm someone like when I have a close friend and I only have like a few people in my tight circle, like when you are my close friend, like I'll do anything for you. I'm so loyal and I I really value those relationships. So having someone so close to me, like us not being close anymore, it's really hard. So it seems like you you guys are just drifting. I would recommend reaching out if like she's not responding to texts or calls, whatever. You could try to like talk to her in person at school, like maybe at lunch or something. Just like try to pull her aside and just have a conversation. Um, and if she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, like I've just been super busy, whatever. Like if she's friendly and seems like she wants to be friends, it could just be like she's genuinely just like really busy. But if she seems like she's kind of cold or distant, you know, in that conversation, that might be your time to be like, okay, like I think like we're, we're just going our separate ways and that's fine. And I don't know, I'm, I don't know what, what the quote was, but I saw this quote and basically it's like certain friends are there for you for certain periods of your life. And like not every friend is going to be like your lifetime, like ride or die bestie. And like the sooner you accept that, the better. So, you know, this might just be a friend that was there for you for a certain period of your life, but now like your life has changed and you guys aren't as close anymore. And like, that's okay. Um, so yeah, I would reach out, try to have a conversation. Um, don't be like confrontive, like you never respond to me, but like be nice about it and be like friendly and inviting. And again, if she is like really like apologetic and wants to be friends, great. And if she's not like, just know that that that's nothing against you. It's not that you did anything. It's just that people change and people evolve and people move on. And that's just part of life. And especially like, you know, after high school and we go into our careers or college or whatever, it's like friends are going to definitely be drifting apart. And again, that's just how it is. And I know it's hard to hear and it's much easier like said than done. Like it's hard to accept that. And like I had a period where I had to accept that and it was tough, but now I'm fine. So I would just say like, talk it out, try to, and if not, you know, just know it might be hard at first, but it will definitely get better over time. Okay. So I think that's going to be all that I answer for today. I hope this was helpful. You guys enjoyed my advice. I should say like a little disclaimer, always take my advice like with a grain of salt because like, I don't know the full experience. I don't know the full story. I'm just kind of giving my perspective and it's only one perspective. So definitely like consult people closer in your life, closer in your family. Make sure to follow me on all my socials. They're always in the show notes, business email. Everything is always down there. And I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.